0: For several years, Tim Gidley drove the bus for the Rambo and the Maguire family. And then one day, they discovered that Tim Gidley could sing. Ever since then, he's been on stage with the Maguire's and the Rambo's and other ministries like Bishop T. D. Jakes. Today, he's on Babby's House. Stick around, Tim Gidley is my guest, and Babby's House is coming to you right now.
1: at Babby's house, Babby's house, everybody is family. Welcome to Babby's house.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to Babby's house where everybody is a member of the family. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I hope and pray that you are enjoying the blessings of the Lord. You know, here on Babby's House, we enjoy the presence of the Lord here, and we enjoy hearing great stories of what God is doing in the lives of his people. And today, Tim Gidley is my guest. He has an amazing story of how, you know, you you hide those dreams and desires in your heart, and then one day, God opens up a wonderful door of great possibility, and so it is with Tim Gidley. He drove the bus many years for the Rambo family and for the McGuire family, and then one day they heard him sing, and ever since then, he has been on major stages across the world, and we're going to hear his wonderful story and hear his beautiful voice, and trust me, the brother's voice is absolutely stunning. You're going to be blessed by that. Let me kick off the show today with a great song that I wrote, many years ago, but it just welcomes the presence of the Lord into the house. Come on
1: into the house, come on into the house, come on. Said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. In the house my soul gets lifted up, and I can lay all my troubles down. The Holy Spirit will ease my mind, I'll the troubles of the world.
0: Welcome back to Babbie's house. I'd like to introduce you to Tim Gidley. And he is a wonderful singer and a great speaker. And his ministry is is just indicative of how God wants to give us the desires of our heart and how his timing is always perfect. And Tim Gidley just waited on God's due season to open up a wonderful door for him to uh, bring his beautiful voice to the world. For many years, he served other ministries. He worked with uh, Dottie Rambo and and with Reba McGuire and Donnie McGuire and traveled with them as a bus driver. And then one day, the Lord opened up a door for him to sing. And he has been singing ever since on wonderful places all around the world. Will you help me to welcome to Babby's house, Tim Gidley. My friend, I'm happy to have you on the Thank show today. Thank you for being I here. To be here. Oh, my goodness. I, I love your ministry. story. Thank well, you, sir. I love your
2: ministry, so I got to get that in.
0: Amen. 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 That's that's an honor to hear you say that. Thank you very much. You know, I love your story, Tim. Yeah. And you know, people ask me all the time, and I'm sure they probably probably ask you, how do you get started? You know, and then yeah. our story is, God God started this. God this is this to is open a God. The door. That's right. This is a God story. Yeah. It so has take to us the back to that time when you were serving someone else's ministry.
2: Well, uh, basically, you know, people ask, like you just said, how do you get into ministry? And the first thing I ask them, well, who's your pastor? Where church are you going to? Things like that. And sometimes they just kind of look at you. That's not the question I ask, but that's really that's the roots of everything. Mm-hmm. Service, it's service. You know, Luke 16:12 says, "If you'll take care of that which belongs to another man, God will give you that which is your own." And people get so obsessed with getting what is their own, they forget the first process, which waters the whole project is getting into a place of service. I always say that trees don't have wheels. you got to get planted somewhere so that God can bring the gifts and nurture the gifts that are within you. A lot of people run to a stage, but when they get there, they don't have anything to say because they didn't go through anything. They didn't march through anything. They don't have any battle scars. Uh, being able to trust the Lord and see Him bring preparation things. preparation. Oh, it, there's and preparation and practice, <laughs> yes. and and that never ends. I mean, you're it's, constantly it's constant. That's right. working on the craft and working. But but you can do all the work, but you have to have that kiss from the Father for Him to open up the door. And for me, um, I was singing in a church uh, off and on, you know, in North Carolina. The pastor was friends with uh, Reba Rambo, Donnie McGuire. They were looking for a bus driver. So he, uh, they let me know about it. I happened to be in town on vacation in Wilmington, North Carolina, where where that was, and they said, "Would you ever consider driving a bus?" I was 27 years old at the time, and uh, I said, "Yeah, I could, I could do that." You know, of course, when I was singing different places off and on even at that time, but you know, that didn't seem like the door I was looking for. Driving a bus. But yet, when we got in there I started driving, the Lord challenged me, Babby, don't tell them what you do, mm-hmm. just serve. Mm-hmm. And I got the revelation, hey, as I drive this bus and we get to a concert and they minister and sing and people receive the Lord or get touched or healed in their body, it's not just Donnie and Reba that got credit for that. In heaven, they look at the bus driver too because I got them there. Amen. And so the pastor that that got me the gig, I guess you would say, and kind of verified for my care because, you know, their kids destined Israel. We're just 9 and 12, sure. somewhere around there when I came on. So you don't just let anybody into 300 square foot of space with your family on a motor coach. So they vouched for me, got in there, and just started loving on the family and and serving. He sent them a cassette tape of me singing when I sang at his church. They called him and said, who is this? He says, <laughs> they said, who is this guy? I said, that's your bus driver. And so, uh, you know, some things happened. I sang and uh I became known as the singing bus driver. They started bringing me out. I still had to do my job, still had to drive, so they'd bring me out early in concerts. And uh, I they fell in love with a song that I sang. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, and uh, I would sing that. Then I would go change, and I'd go back to the bus and sleep for the next hour and a half. Because you had to drive the bus I to the drive next the bus. Concert. Everybody else is going to sleep. <laughs> but I got to drive the bus. So the sleep. But then God stepped it up, and their drummer quit. And I just said, Hey, I can play until you hire somebody. Well, they, they forgot to hire anybody and then I forgot to sleep for the next two years <laughs> and uh, just drove, set up, sang. And then it became normal. I'd walk into a church when we had arrived and I'd say, hey, Donnie and Rick, hey, you're the singing bus driver. They would, they were so kind to me. They opened up doors for me just the way the Heavenly Father opened up doors to get to them. They opened up doors, uh, letting me sing on, you know, TBN, different networks that they were on and then just opened up doors. Yes. Um, but I always say that God... He's, he's a father. He gives you the desires of your heart. Yes. You know, with your kids, you love to surprise them, give them little desires. Yes. And uh, one of the funny stories that I love to tell is just three weeks after being on the road with them, we came back to Nashville and they looked at me and says, do you know how to plant trees? And I said, uh, well, you dig a hole and put the tree in there. I think you could do it. I said, well, Dottie has some trees that she once planted in her yard. Mm. I was like, you know what? The service and the blessing doesn't come the way you think it might always come. I was just like, sure, I'd love to go. Well, in the process of doing it, um, Dottie calls Reba. And she goes, hey, what can I do for Tim? he He'd be being so kind, so sweet. But I said, Mama, show him the outfit. Well, I, I, they were friends with Elvis Presley. You know, they went to Vegas many times. He'd fly them out there and everything like that. Well, after one of the concerts, Elvis opened up his closet and said, take any one of the jumpsuits that you want. As a souvenir. Well, Dottie, being who Dottie was, she said, Son, I want the one you just performed in. Take that one. And it's the baby blue. You've seen it. It's been a baby blue with the cape that opens up with the yellow satin on the inside and the whole thing. And so I come in from doing the yard work and she says, There's something laying across the uh, the bed in the spare bedroom, but I want you to go put put that on. And I was like, You want me to what? Put it she goes, on. She goes, she, You know, and Dottie was just four foot, you know, nothing, full of power. She grabbed me right here, pulled me down. She goes, Just go do it. So I cleaned up. And I walked into that room and undid the garment bag, and there was Elvis Presley's uh, jumpsuit. I said, "That's great." And she said, "Put it on." I said, "Do what?" So I got to put the thing on. Unbelievable. Walked around taking the cape up. Unbelievable. You know, thank you, thank you very much. And I was thinking, man, Lord, you just bless me so much. Um, those are desires of your heart. I I know I'm just talking here, but I it, Dallas Cowboys always been one of my favorite football teams. Well. Donnie McGuire loved, loved Dallas Cowboys, so we'd go and do different things. I always wanted to meet the wide receiver, Michael Irvin. You know, this was back in the day with Michael oh, Irvin. Oh, yes, of course. And uh, loved him, but uh, he was way out in the, uh, in the field. Couldn't, I always say, I'd have to risk prison if I wanted to get to Michael, just, he was, he was guarded. But years later, see, the Father sees your desires. Um, when I sang at Azusa, when Carlton Pearson invited me to come to Azusa and sing, the keynote speaker that night was Bishop T.D. Jakes. Wow. And uh, I was like, wow, what a privilege. And I sang that night, I bowed on my knees and cried holy. Mm. Well, just a few days later, I got a call from Bishop's staff. And um, I'm singing up on, a, he brought me in for his Pastors and Leaders Convention to be the soloist for that. And, and I was singing, while I was singing this beautiful song called, He Has Forgiven Me, of which. My wife was dancing at that time as in ballet. She's a professional ballerina. Mm. She would uh, kind of bring out the songs. I would stand off to the side, and she'd bring out two or three songs in a concert. And while she was dancing, I was singing. I looked down. There was Dion Sanders and Michael Irvin
0: Unbelievable. On the
2: front row. Well, after, after I got through singing, the service was over, went backstage, and a hand landed on this shoulder and just mm. spun me around, like whew, just like that. And it was Michael Irvin. Are you ever just blown away oh. by the... Utterly. By the blessings yeah. of God. He just looked at me and said, "Son, you can sing." And I was like, "Well, thank you." And he signed some stuff, and we talked. And then later in the hotel, I, the Lord showed me, said, "See, son, a lot of people try to press and press and press for what they want, but if you'll just obey me and do what I've called you to do and walk through the doors that I open, I'll have the very things that you wanted turn around and chase after you."
0: Yes, you know, I've often said that ministry is part making it happen. Yeah. Meaning you've got to do your part, you've got to study, you've got to Absolutely. practice, you've got to show up, you've right. got to be prepared. And the other part is letting it happen. Right. You've got to be patient, you've got to pray, you've got to even wait on God mm-hmm. for his perfect timing. Absolutely. Does, that, does that resonate with you in any way? Well
2: there is no such thing as an overnight success. Basically an overnight success, somebody that blows up is somebody that has prepared, prayed, waited on God, done what they were supposed to do, and then God one day lit the candle that was built and it just blows up. And we're like, where did you come from? It's like, well, it's been years and years of just being faithful. And, that, and that's what it's really about. And at the core of everything, it has to be to just uplift the name of Jesus mm-hmm. with your gifts That's right. and to want to see people. Because there's people on the other end of that camera today that are tuning into your show because they get that lift, they get that uh, it goes it transcends the pain in their body, transcends the pain in their relationships, transcends the different challenges and and that's what we are. We're supposed to especially in music, maybe for thirty minutes to an hour you know you can raise somebody out of where they've been and let them just exist in a place of inspiration because yes. of the gift that God's given.
0: Yes, you um, know you're it's a beautiful important. singer. But the stories you tell and the words of encouragement that you share are just as powerful as the music. Well, you know, I, I started as a singer, but I realized that
2: uh, the more I sang, the more God gave me real life stories, you know, of, of how he would bring things into our life. And I realized there's, there's two things that he'll give you if you delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. But then my, other, my favorite scripture in the Bible is in Acts 10, 34. It says that he's not a respecter of persons. Amen. What he's done for one, he'll do for another.
0: Well, they're playing our song, Tim. Amen. We're going to take a break. But after we come back from this break, we're going to hear the beautiful music of Tim Gidley. Stay tuned because after this break, we'll be right back with more blessings here on Babby's House. Amen. Thanks for coming back to Babby's house. Tim Gidley is going to sing for us in just a moment, but I do want to remind you of his website, which is simply his name, timgidley.com. Now will you help me to welcome back to Babby's house our very special guest today, Tim Gidley.
3: Bearing Calvary's cross Cause I've been ridiculed by those Cause they don't know him I've been mocked by those that they don't believe still I love just standing up. the gospel. Awesome. Oh, oh, consumed with this whole world around me, because I've got my mind, oh, my mind's on eternity. That's why I am not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel the gospel of my
0: Thank you so very much, my friend. What a magnificent ministry and a beautiful gift. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna try to contain myself (laughs) since I'm on TV. But I really wanna run around this room. (laughs) Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much. I know you and just stand right here with me, my friend. I know you were blessed, so blessed, by Tim Gidley's beautiful voice in ministry today. Will you visit his website at timgidley.com. And while you're online, will you visit my website as well, And first name only, babby.com? And there you'll find wonderful resources to encourage you in your faith in the Lord, books, uh, music, uh, uh, conferences for singers and songwriters, all of those wonderful things to encourage you and to encourage you to share your faith. Listen, let me close the show with one of my favorite passages of Scripture found in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. And this is what it says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge the Lord and he'll direct your path. God bless you and thank you for visiting Babby's house today. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now.